Welcome back to the Unruly and Co podcast hosted by none other than yours truly, TK and the Unruly Locals. On today's episode, I have a dear friend of mine with me, Mr. Chandler himself. What's going on, man? So good to be here. So today's episode is going to be about sneakers, clothes, and music. And uh, just going to be doing a little interview of Mr. Chandler himself. We go way back and uh, without further ado, let's dive into it, man. So how you feeling, bro? Man, I feel good, man. I'm happy to be alive. Okay, and, okay. And well and healthy, you know. Okay. Fresh off of work. Fresh off of work. Fresh My boy all work. spiffy. <laughs> spiffy. So um let's just uh let's just go ahead and get the rough things out of the way. Just uh tell the folks of the Unruly and Co podcast a little about yourself. Shoot, let's see, where can I start? Man, I'm from born in Greenville, raised in Greenville. Moved to Spartanburg. Ready? So Greenville, South Carolina, or Green- Greenville, North Carolina. Greenville, South Carolina. Because I don't even think I knew that. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm from Greenville, South Carolina. They okay. Six, they six four, you know. Okay. Uh, but I was born and raised in Greenville, raised in Spartanburg as well. Moved back to Greenville, so I'm very, I'm, I'm from the area. You know, I'm very familiar with the area. I graduated from the University of South Carolina Upstate. Okay. With my, um, with my bachelor's in uh, communications, minor criminal justice. That boy you know? said he's smooth with the mic. This ain't nothing new. This ain't nothing new. You <laughs> he's know? true to it, not uh, new to it. You I'm did. I'm with it. I'm with it. You know, just, uh, just I'm um, overall, you know, just. No, you good. You good. I had to kind of call real quick. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we could have put him on the pod, bro. We could have put him on the pod. Ooh, can't do that. <laughs> you know? you can't do that. <laughs> um, so you were talking about uh, just basically being from around this area. Um, where you graduated from was USC Upstate, correct? Yep, yep. yep. Okay, and you're you graduated with a bachelor's in communications, and also not only did my boy graduate with that, my boy is also a U.S. military service vet. I definitely am. Hey, that's so, how we met, man. Hey, that's how we met. Shout out to uh, 323 Engineer Co. right down the road, man. Many memories with that, but we'll dive in that uh, a little later. Um, so with, talk to us a little bit about USC Upstate, how your years were there, and uh, also your fraternity, because I know that you're real big on that. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. So um, as far as Upstate, me personally – I loved it. You know, I was from the area. A lot of people go to college and try to get away from where they're from, but I embraced it. You know, okay. I was like, you know what, this is this is my city, so to speak, and I'm, I'm going to embrace it. I'm going to take it on as I can. And I had a great time at Upstate. I learned a lot of things, had a lot of crazy experiences, a lot of relationships that were built, that were broken down, you know. So I, I definitely grew as an individual from the time that I started to the time that I graduated. And, of course, uh, I joined a fraternity. I'm a member of Alpha Phi Alpha. Starting incorporated, so shout out to the to the good bros. That that boy be stepping, huh? You know it. Got okay, to. okay. Got to man. I actually, I actually, um, I crossed the semester after I came to Upstate. So literally, my whole time at Upstate, I I've been an alpha. Okay. And I got super involved on campus. It just opened up my 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 college experience a lot more. So yeah. I became the president of an organization called A Bevy. It's really about it's a really, it's an organization that's about you know embracing who you are. And and uh, discovering your your passion, your path, and your purpose, uh, but just and trying to just become a better person. So like we would hold you know community service, different events. We were really big on domestic violence because the founder, who's also a frat brother of mine, his mom experienced that. So he loves to embrace that and, and let everybody know that like this is what's going on in, in households and 
and relationships and stuff like that. So it allowed me to do that, and then I became um, I had I, I held officer officer positions within the chapter, like historian, and I was also a, um, a dean. So like I I brought through a line of guys um, through my chapter the like the semester that I graduated. So I got to build a, a different type of relationship. Like doing that is a whole different relationship that you yeah. build, that you build yeah. with a group. So, of So um, you talked about like a little bit of the community outreach. Mm-hmm. What was probably your favorite thing that y'all did uh, for the community around here at uh, the eight six four? Man, one thing I really loved that we did big and that we were really big on. Drop the phone. Drop the phone. <laughs> But we were really big on uh, what, what was my favorite as far as A64. Hmm. So we did a lot. We did a whole lot. I love I love the, um, the clothing drives that we did. Okay. We allowed to um, for like, you know, kids and 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 people that are less fortunate to have something warm in their back to uh, to take hold to uh, when they got real cold. Yeah. Uh, one thing we did just for South Carolina in general, we uh, we did it for a brother. It was elderly brother. And um, he couldn't really, he couldn't do anything for himself. You know, he had a huge house, huge yard, pool, all this kind of stuff. He was really, he was elderly. He was sick, so he couldn't do nothing this for This somebody him. like, like 50s, 60s, 70s, was, elderly? Like 70s. Okay. okay. And he was a frat brother, but we, um, like, it was maybe 40 or 50 of us uh, went to his house, cleaned up his whole yard, cleaned up the pool. Like, we, we, we totally revamped how his house looked. Yeah. Unfortunately, he, he did pass. But uh, it was something that we were able to 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 do for someone that was technically less fortunate. Yeah. Uh, not financially, but just you know, physically. He yeah. Was, he was less yeah. fortunate than most yeah. of us. So we were able to just do that and and um and and just uplift a lot of spirits that really touched a lot of people. Yeah. And it touched him obviously, but it touched a lot of like younger fraternity brothers. Like wow, like I've never seen a group of men get together and help one person out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah for sure. And um, so also. I guess the next thing that we'll dive into, um, I know that you big in the clothes. You've been big in the clothes and definitely going to step anytime we go anywhere, bro. Um, whether it's going out, whether it's showing up for your job, um, especially with how you're dressed right now. Uh, my boy got on a suit and tie fit. Got to. So um, what would you say that uh, your favorite style would be to rock, bro? Man. Out of casual, out of business, uh out of like you know like some low key like gym stuff, mm-hmm. uh, late nights, whatever. Man, I'm I'm gonna be honest. Like, I love to dress up, you know, look get spiffy. But my overall favorite just way to dress is like, is relaxed '90s vintage fashion, man. Yeah, like I'm so big on that. I can't even. I've been I've been doing it since high school. Yeah, I low key put my high school on. I low key put Southside on. Like like buying the vintage shirts, the floral shirts. Yeah, like, yeah. I've low-key put them boys on, you know, like when yeah. I first got there, man. And I, so when well, you said high school, because obviously you're well out of high school and college now, bro, well like the the vintage style wasn't even a thing back in high school, bro. Nope, like, it was not. And that takes us into our next topic, uh, like designer or blanks or like, you know, thrift finds. Um, so obviously, bro, that was big for you. Yep. And to like kind of set that in motion and then look at, look at it now, how it's impacted, bro. Everybody wants to own a vintage, like everybody, bro. Even us, like we talked about it, and we're like, bro, can we use this name? Nope, nope. Taken. Can taken. we use this name? Nope, taken. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's dope for real, bro. And um, what would you say your favorite? What would you say your favorite like vintage piece is? And then 
on the other side of that, what would you say the most expensive vintage piece is that you have, bro? Okay, okay, okay. My favorite vintage piece, I guess, to rock, is it's like very simple. You know, some ones or, yeah. or some retro just in general. Yeah. And some and some jeans, bro, and a and a nice like not even like a, a NASCAR shirt or a race car shirt, but like just a low key like vintage shirt with with like the original vintage tag on there, like where you know the company is from the nineties. Yeah, and like these people didn't just reprint it and then sell it for a hundred. Like you're not gonna exactly like you're not gonna find this shirt anywhere. I, I found yeah. this shirt at Goodwill. Yeah, and and the shirt is five dollars, but you think like you don't know where I got it from, and I'm not, and you're not gonna know where I got it from. Like, yeah, I have so many shirts in my closet. That I just I won't even sell. Or like I just want to. There's some shirts I ain't even put on like Instagram, bro. Like, yeah. Because like it's it's so original. Like no one's gonna find it. I love like original vintage pieces. Like I don't like reprints stuff like that. Yeah. Like I like original vintage '90s, '80s, '70s. Where it come from? Like that's what I that's why I like the rock. Like I'm yeah. very, I'm very comfortable in that. You know. For sure. Um. So after talking about thrift finds, we'll dive into sneakers with you, bro. Because I know that that's another big thing and. Bro, your style is not like some of these people that, like, are literally just buying shoes just to wear. Like, when I see you, sometimes you don't even be wearing, like, the (laughs) stuff that other people be wearing. So, what would be your top three pair that you have right now? Like, shoes? Yeah. Uh, Let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Well, I don't have them no more, but uh, one one of my favorites that I did have, I had a pair of... uh, Champion sevens, they were called reflection of champion sevens. The okay. sevens that they reflect in the nighttime. So like, okay. like it's like a reflector shoe. Yeah, those are one of my top favorites. Um, I need two more. Two more. I, obviously, I uh, I had a pair of Gamma Blues, but I, I got rid of those. Ooh, those are so hard, bro. bro. Back in high school, was like I I don't know what happened to like sneakers now because it's like so impossible to get them. But it was like everybody had them jumps like every month back in high school, bro. Yep. Everybody. Yep. And then probably right now with my favorite periods that I have right now is uh not a lot of people have these and, and they're kinda like they're kinda like like random. Okay. But they're uh they're called they're, they're called type flight top flight ones. Okay. So they're they're um the white and yellow. Oh yeah. They yeah, come yeah. with yellow laces, but I have a white lace and a yellow lace, and they have uh, a barcode on the back of it, which yeah. is, which is Jordan's stats. Okay. So it ha- it has like his stats, I forgot from what year, but it has it on the side and it has like different things about Jordan. On the shoe, and a lot of yeah. people don't have it. A lot of people don't want to get it from. It's not expensive at all. Yeah, like, it's, it's not like oh shit, these shoes are four, five hundred dollars. Like these shoes are like market price still, but like yeah. they're my they're like they're my favorite shoe. Yeah, um, I think I would have to say, obviously, I'm I don't pay for sneakers like that, bro. I'm I paid for a couple pair of Yeezys while I was overseas. Uh, I do not own a pair of ones. If you see me <laughs> out and you know me, you know what I'm wearing ninety percent of the time, bro. I'm wearing blazers. <laughs> yep. Hey, and I hate y'all because I had them blazers before they became cool. And Facts. I'm going to stand on that, too. Um, bro, I'm wearing all white Vans 90% of the time, bro. And, yep. hey, look, they 50 bucks. They get beat <laughs> up, and I replace them because. Um, but I would say, like, dude, I definitely love ones. Uh, I like dunks. I should probably get a couple pair, but, you know, when you buy podcast equipment. Um, <laughs> bro, the... I think it's the prototype ones. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Those are tough, bro. Those are tough. Those are tough. I would take those and uh what what was what's the blue and white pair? I think it's like extremely overpriced. I think they're talking about the um the is it the Royal 
the, the Royal Blues, like they're they're yeah. they're like dark blue, black, and white. That or no, like, it's the it's the other style. They're just like blue and white, oh, and then they have a black check. I can't think about what those are, but I I rock with those heavy. I rock with those heavy. Uh, I would say my favorite pair that I have, bro, would definitely be my my zebras, bro. I love those. I think I've only worn them like two or three times, and that's probably the only shoe that I will ever buy in my life. And I bought it like dead stock. So are you talking about the University Blues? Let me see. Let me see, bro. Light blue. No, 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 no. Those. Um. Damn. I don't even. Oh, the Game Royals, bro. Game Royals, yeah. Yes, those are tough, bro. Those are tough. Um, a pair that you wish you had, bro. Mm. Damn, that's a lot. I ain't a lot. (laughs) But uh, what you want me to break it down in like Jordans, or you want me to break it down? Uh, a pair of Jordan fours you wish you had. Oh, the um the off white sale fours, bro. For real? Yes, those are so hard though. But like they're a women's shoe, but obviously you can give it men's size. Yeah. Uh, if I had to say that, bro, let me see. What What's the brown joints? The brown fours. The brown fours? Yeah. I can't think of what they're called, bro. Uh, maybe they came out in 2020. The brown and black? Let me see. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The top of haze. Mm-hmm. Or I don't know how to pronounce that word. Tape. Tape. Tape oh, Haze. I'm not huge yeah. on four, so I really don't look at them. But yeah. those, those off-white, oh, my God. Bro, so I had a conversation with somebody the other day as we were leaving work. And I said, I feel like people that buy all black Hirachis are the people that can't afford the black cat fours. <laughs> if you're buying, I feel like if you're buying all black shoes besides the, the, the fucking, the, um, the Jordan... You know, black cat fours, you're a menace to society. Like, <laughs> but oh he said God. his reply was, I feel like people buy all black Hirachis because they don't want to wear all black forces. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like he's still the same person. <laughs> like, even people that bought, like, you know, when Wallabies was in style, if you bought a pair of all black Wallabies, bro, you got it. Like, <laughs> hey, bro, you people, got it. Dude, and that's another thing that's like starting to come back around. You're starting to see like all these designer brands make collabs with Wallabies and stuff, bro. Yeah. Wallabies were dope back were when I was gassed. in high school. Yes, I used to, bro. I used it, to rock them. Bro, in high and I would because like everybody else was wearing Sperry's. Yeah. I was like, bro, let me throw in my Wallabies. One thing I did not do, bro. I never wore wallabies with shorts. I don't know how oh, people pull that off now. I fell victim to that. I, was like, oh. <laughs> I definitely fell victim to the white Nike socks and the wallabies. And the bro, shorts, that's bro. that's WPS at the highest level. <laughs> it had to be who you was around, bro, cause, <laughs> bro. I can't even imagine you doing that, bro. I can't even imagine you. Bro, oh, man. What a time to be alive. Oh, gosh. Uh, so with that, uh, what we got to dive into next, bro? Oh, What's some music that's in your daily rotation? Uh, bro, I'm not even going to lie. This Her Loss has me in a chokehold. Has me in a hey, chokehold. Jumbo. Popping. Oh, my God, bro. This, that whole album is ridiculous. <laughs> yes, like, bro. That's what that's what I got in rotation. That whole album. And every now and then I'll sprinkle like somebody else in there every now bro, and then. What's bro, your, uh, what's your favorite line? From? The album in general. I got mine, bro. You, you do yours first. Bro. It's when Drake says, two slime posted in the crib in a snake pit. Ooh. 
that's hard. Hey, bro, that boy don't miss, dog. Oh my gosh. But hey, I feel like it's two different snake pits you could be in right now. Right, right. You could be in a snake pit with with Thug. You know what I'm saying? Real deal. Mm-hmm. Or you could be in a snake pit with Lil Gunner. Dog. Hey, I don't want to be in that one. He's. Hey, so in, in your defense, it's taking a plea snitching. It depends on how you took the plea. Like, I he, feel like he was going to get off, bro. Regardless. They, they ain't really had nothing on him. Yeah. And he uh, he took the racketeering, you know, but like I feel like I don't know, man. They set thug up, bro. It's also it's also like your life, like yeah. like yeah. At the end of the day, like yeah, you oh you snitching, you doing this and that, but like at the end of the day, like he has a life, you know, like he yeah. Feel like personally, he really didn't want to go down for something that he probably really didn't do. He's something he just probably fell victim to. You know, you you look back and you wonder like who vetted. Some of these people, mm-hmm. and you wonder if like the people that was around like ever saw it come up. If they re- like, you know, not I can't discredit the man because I don't know the man. You know what I'm saying? But like the people that's around him, you wonder like who vetted him and how they reacting to it right now. You know what I'm saying? Um, also, what else I was gonna say? Oh well. Um, so you said that her loss is. Definitely in like your rotation heavy right now, bro. Mm-hmm. You trying to find some lyrics? I'm trying to I'm trying to make sure I don't me- I don't mess the lyric up. Uh uh-uh. oh. Because I I I I seen like literally so much off that album I can't even like pinpoint one one verse. Bro, it's crazy how like he he just dove in, bro. Like it came out of nowhere. You know, everybody was like, "Dang, bro, what was he doing?" Well, honestly, never mind. And then you look at like how the three albums literally just explained themselves, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's gas. And bro. Drake gonna make money off of anything he dropped. Like he just he's that guy, bro. The album he dropped the album he dropped before that that you know, the album that people really wasn't. Honestly, with, never mind. That album right there, it had a few good songs off of it. You know, people wasn't yeah. messing with it. People called it elevated music. But yeah. like that had some bangers off that. He yeah, made money because off that like too. people are just gonna remix that and use it at festivals, bro. Yep. So he's literally gonna make money off of that, bro. Yep. So um let me see, bro. Some I'm gonna have to. I gotta break this album down, dog. Cause hey, I, that's what I'm bro, to I'm do. a huge bro. I'm rocking with Drake no matter what, bro. Rocking with him no matter what. Bro, so I'm. I'm gonna go over this. Uh, Rich Flex. Mm. We gonna we're gonna we'll break the album down by like one out of ten, bro. Okay. Okay. All right, Rich Flex. Seven. Seven? You yeah. seven? Okay. Seven. Seven is fair. Okay. Major distribution. I get that like a like an eight. Okay. Okay. That's, I vibed it that one. I give it about a seven point five. Okay. Uh on that bullshit. Like a six. I'm not into like the Yeah. I'm not into the, the beat like he Yeah. Did. Back outside boys. Back outside boys. Mm, nine. Nine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh privileged rappers. I don't think I know that one all that well. Mm. Look at me dead in my eyes. You know that the nigga don't lie. That that's hard. I'm not gonna lie. That one's hard. Uh, I get that one like a like an eight. Okay, I give it a five just because I don't. I think I'd have to hear it, but I don't how I don't know how this copyright stuff works. So I don't want to play it on the pod, and then they literally take my few episodes of this podcast, bro. <laughs> uh, spin about you. Oh, that's like a nine point five. Yeah, that's a nine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Hours in silence. That's a smooth one. I get like an eight. Okay. Okay. Uh, I give about a six. Mm. Treacherous twins. Nine point seven. <laughs> <laughs> I should be vibing to that nine point seven. I give it a nine. Uh, Circo Loco. I'm not a uh, I'm not a huge fan of that one. I get like a six. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a five. P and millions, bro. Mm, ten. Late night trying to. Oh yeah. Hey, ten. Ten million. Broke boys. 10. 10. 11, yep. really? Because that beat hey, is crazy. Hey, all right. Now, this one's huge, bro. Mm-hmm. This is on some, like, people ain't going to understand it until years later, like all of his other music. Middle of the ocean, bro. Yes. <sighs> yes. Mercy. 11. Yep. 11, 11. bro. Uh, Lem. Uh, 3 a.m. on Glenwood. I get that. That's like a 7. Okay. Okay. Uh, Jumbo. Jumbo trying. 10. Ten. <laughs> got a right. Got a right. More M's. About an eight. Okay. Give okay. that one an eight. Okay. And the last one is, I guess it's F me. Mm. You said me, and I was like, cool. That one's hard, yeah. I, I, like eight and a half. Okay. What's a uh what's an album you can listen to with no skips, bro? With no skips? Yeah, no skips. Uh, like on like if if the only way you could listen to it was on vinyl and you know like on record players you can't skip, bro. It's gotta be that tier, bro. I'm playing Take Care. Ooh. Deluxe. And I got that, bro. The whole I time. got it. I'm I'm vibing. I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. Victory lap. Woo. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> God bless his soul. R.I.P. Nip. Oh my gosh, bro. bro. I victory lap all day, bro. I'm so thankful. I I when Drake came out, I was in middle school. Like he yeah. came out, you know, 2007, 2008. Really, like he came out right um, when um, when Lil Wayne was popping. Drake came out, so Lil Wayne was my favorite rapper. And then Drake come on the spot. I'm like, bro, I'm in middle school yeah. experiencing this. So like, I I'm so glad I got I got to experience Drake when he first came out. And not- bro, hey, so I have a funny story about this. What? I was kind of upset. I I hated Drake at first. Really? Yeah. So, oh, dude, man. I was watching Degrassi, bro, and I seen he was in his wheelchair. Mm-hmm. And then out of nowhere, and this is like I I didn't I hadn't caught on to the beginning of Degrassi. I was on like the back end, mm-hmm. and uh, I think it used to come on MTV. So that's how I was watching it. And um, bro, so then like out of nowhere, I see Drake in the Every Girl music video, and I was like, bro, when this dude start walking? Oh, you thought this bro, was real? I was, yeah, I was upset. <laughs> I was like, oh, this bro, Kevin. Oh, he, he Kevin. He thought Drake was Jimmy in the wheelchair for real. <laughs> for real, bro. So uh. Bro, what's a sleeper song that you're listening to right now? Oh, I ain't gonna lie, it's not even it's not even a Drake song. Yeah, I mean it don't have to be. Okay, good. Uh, it's uh, I just downloaded it. Where's it at? I don't know if it's sleeper to other people. Yeah, but to me, superhero off the Metro Boomin album. <laughs> I don't even think it's a sleeper, bro. But hey, I remember I the first time I heard it though. Bro, I was on the way to the gym. Like I literally turned turned the album on and I was like, I'm in that dope back in the floor. Like bobbing mm. my head, bro, hyped up. Going crazy. Off of like a scoop and a half of pre-workout, bro. I'm like, bro, I'm about to go lift up the whole gym, gym. bro. And dude, and all these edits right now that are coming behind it, bro. I think my favorite one is this. Hold on. I I definitely gotta play this, bro. 
I definitely got two. I feel like this. Mm, I I'm gonna just go ahead and say it. I do not own the rights to this music, but boy, this is heater right now, bro. Definitely a heater, dog. Um, dang, what's that, bro? No way, it's not gonna let me use it, bro. Oh, it's on my other. I guess I was on my burner account. Make sure y'all follow the Unruly and Co podcast on Instagram. That is my burner account. Oh, another song that I, that that I feel like is a sleeper, bro. Is feeling peachy, Kodak Black. Uh, that song is feeling peachy, bro. What's that one that he did with Future back in the day? Reminiscing. Yeah. Oh, banger. Kodak. I feel like I don't care. I feel like Kodak still slept on, bro. Yeah. Bro, this one right here. This joint is dummy. Oh, bro. That's it. Anything with the Joker in it like that, bro, is just so menacing, bro. Bro, we did a st- we did a um a stroll off to, and the intro was that 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 saying just now. Yeah, literally that was the intro doing like, here we cause like uh, because I did the mix and I mixed it in the part where Joker was like uh we are tonight's entertainment. Yeah, here we and we started strolling, but that oh, oh my god, that's gas. We won that's that gas. one too. We won that whole the whole stroll off. That's gas. Um. So, now that we talked about a little bit of that, I guess we'll dive in a little deeper. Mm -hmm. So, it's crazy how we were just on different timing with the military because I got home from Iraq and from, you know, we we had to go through uh, Texas Mm -hmm. to, uh, I guess, basically to check all the boxes for you and go home. And then, yeah, DMOP. And then you went over there, bro. Mm-hmm. So talk to them a little bit about like what you was doing in Texas. Uh, so before I even got to Texas, bro, I didn't even know where this place was. Like I didn't, I didn't know where El Paso was. I, I probably never go back. I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. I heard of it, but I was like, "What is El Paso?" I'm, I'm, I'm on Google. Google not helping me out. <laughs> bro, Google. All you see is the border. Right. I type in <laughs> Fort Bliss. It brings up, um, San Antonio, like Fort Sam Houston. I'm like, oh, so I'm going to San Antonio. Let's get it. And then someone was like, nah, dog, you're going to El Paso, Texas. Like, it's at the border of Mexico. I said, excuse me? <laughs> the people from my unit telling me that I'm about to be in the field the whole time. I'm like, bro, what did I get myself into for a whole year? But then I talked to the, the guys at the unit, and they broke it down to me. They were like, listen, you're about to be working Monday through Friday. You're about to have weekends off. You're going to be inside all day. I said, say less. Hey, yo. Hey, for any of y'all that are thinking that you're going to join the military and do some combat stuff and do all this and that, hey, unless you are a ranger or SF, bro, you either going to be in the field yep, or you're going to be sitting there looking at PowerPoints. Yep. My boy reclassed and got a fancy desk job, bro. Come on now. But like, could do 20 if he wanted to, bro. I had two screens. <laughs> That's a, I, I'm, I went from combat engineer to medical. And I got, I had two screens. I never, I never had two screens. I never knew what it felt like to even sleep in the barracks for real, like to stay in the barracks like overnight. Yeah, don't I never felt like nah, bro. Because like we was out here at little Camp Croft in the trenches, cold, cold right now. Yeah, facts. (laughs) It probably rained tonight. Wake up, everything be soaked. Oh my god. Um, so tell us a little, a little bit more about Texas and what you was doing there, uh, and some of your experiences that you had there, bro. But so. While I was out there, so on the military side, I um I switched over to medical. I became a um, patient administration specialist. 
So all we did were like while I was over there, we were just like pretty much keeping track of patient records. So anytime that someone was deploying or come back from deployment, uh, my section after they finished processing, they would come to my section and we would literally just make a copy yeah. of their records, put it in the system. Uh, I worked in one section where we where we take down that shot records and that's about it. Yeah, that's what I was doing like Monday through Friday. Um, never had to work a weekend, but like that's pretty much the gist of what I was doing is keeping track of patient records. On the other side of why I was there, you know, like when I wasn't at work, I was doing all kind of, I was doing all kind of stuff, bro. Like, I met a great group of people. I started playing flag football. Got got connected with that community, and they they embraced me like I was one of them. You know, like yeah. I, I never felt like I was different. Yeah, than one of them. And and that, and a big shout out to everybody that's out in El Paso, like you know Jimmy, Sal, who else is out there, Zay. Like like a big shout out to the guys that I met out there because they really embraced me like like I was for, like family for real. Yeah, and, and I, honestly, I think that really just ties into. Bro, I met so many people on deployment, bro. It just the military family, like, and it ain't all of y'all, bro. And I'm calling y'all out. It ain't it ain't all of y'all. Some nah, of some of it, it's the bad leadership, it's the toxic people, bro. Facts. But uh for the ones of y'all that like stick together, I mean I I got a core selection of people I talk to now that I've been home, bro, and I rock with them over everything. Shout out to the misfits, bro. <laughs> um, we definitely held it down. But bro, it's just so crazy, like how tight knit the the military can really be, bro. Yep. Um. So, also with that, let's just dive into like our history together with three two three, bro. Bet, bet, bet. What do you think is one of our most memorable experiences at the unit, bro? bro. I feel like we have we got to do one in uniform and one out, out uniform. uniform. Okay, bet, bet. I'm trying to think of one that was in uniform, bro. Let's see, let's see. I, bro, I wish Shep was on the pod with us because I would oh definitely, God, bro. bro, I would definitely talk about how she like cut her thumb off, bro. Yeah, so at AT, oh, when she <laughs> smashed her dunk in the in the one one three, yes, bro. Oh my God, oh man, yeah, bro, that was that was a wild time. But uh, dude, when we was doing that little Ready Force X training, bro, that was some of the funnest. I wish you could have been there for that. Yes, bro, oh, like, I was there for that. No, no, y'all was there when it was like the whole company when it was only like oh, thirteen of yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, bro. Bro, it was so gas. Cause we would like literally just leave for like a week and a half at a time. They cut us orders. We'd be gone. We'd be training. All we was out there was doing was just shooting stuff, bro. Yeah. It was yeah, so gas, bro. So gas, dude. I remember being out there and like I remember just how everybody was when we when the whole unit got together. Yeah. And we, and we would be at the hotel. Yeah. Oh bro. Hey, bro, you remember that that time with Nixon? In the hotel, uh, the room? Yes. He was like, yada, 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 something. Turn these bitches upside down. <laughs> oh, my gosh, bro. Bro, I actually ran into him in the uh, in the mall down here. And I hadn't seen him probably since, like, I got ready to, uh, I left the unit. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that was crazy, bro. But once again, it's just so tight-knit, bro. So like, tight-knit. I'm always back and forth from, like, upstate now. Obviously, like, we're coming to see my lady. But uh, yeah, just running into him, and it was like I'd never like, like I had just seen him the other day, bro. Yep. Yeah, so that was gas. Um, bro, I would definitely say our one outside of uniform had mm. to be Top Golf. Jesus Christ, bro! Do you you remember when uh old buddy walked up and started singing that uh started singing that Big song? Yeah, yeah, word for word. Yeah, we I I remember even the the employee, bro. Like for some reason. The employees would just wanted to just connect with us, mm. and they was coming over. Like, they was coming over, just vibing with us. Like, I don't know what it was, but bro, like, we, we was hyped. We was hyped, bro. I remember uh, Caldwell launched Jesus. the golf club. 
Ah, well. So funny, bro. I was like, ain't no way he just launched the whole entire golf club. Oh, man. Uh, who do you think was your favorite uh, sergeant at that unit? Uh, definitely Sergeant James. Oh, yeah, Sergeant, Sergeant James. Sergeant James is... My, he was like my, my first team leader. Yeah. Uh, when I came in, but also shout out to Sergeant Sapata, my first squad leader. Yeah. Sergeant James definitely, definitely my first, um, and my well, my first team leader, my favorite sergeant, bro. One because he was like he was really the first like black like NCO that I encountered. Yeah. That didn't act different. Yeah. You know? Like he was he was real. He, That's how Sergeant Nixon was too, bro. Yeah. Sergeant like, Nixon real too. Sergeant deal, Nixon dog. Too. Real, real deal. deal. Down to it, like Sergeant James. Is, it is is one hundred percent a real, a, you know, a real person. I even saw him in El Paso. Like I was, I was, I was off. I was off one day, and I'm literally walking, and I'm like, "Dang, this dude look familiar." I was like, "Ain't no way to Sergeant James. There's yeah. no way." I got. I said, "Sergeant James." He actually he didn't want to see me, but then he was like, "What's up, bro?" I said, "Ain't no way." Yeah. All the way in El Paso. Like, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I um. I would say mine would be uh Sergeant Teague, bro. Sergeant Teague was real. Real. Real hey, deal, hey, Holyfield, hey, dog. Hey, bro, you was gonna be up till three a.m. Facts, and you was gonna sleep two hours, and you was gonna be right back, right up, back up working on anything that had to do with being a sapper. Because you was in first platoon, right? Yes, bro. Yeah, bro. Uh-uh. First platoon, best platoon. <laughs> hey, Y'all real deal, it. boy. Y'all got it. Bro. Real deal. I would say uh, NCO that uh, I've had the opportunity to share a lot of time with. Now that I'm kind of like in the IR, would be Sergeant Davis, bro. Yeah, Sergeant Davis is gas, bro. Yeah. Last time I was in Atlanta with him. Hey, shout out to Sergeant Davis and shout out to the Braves, bro. <laughs> hey, that was a heck of a weekend to share with him, bro. Uh, but I also just want to say thank you uh, to all of the vets, anybody that I've stood beside, bro. Thanks. I love y'all. And uh, even if I never, like, towed that line with you, man, I, I'm thankful for your support. And uh, this is a one tight-knit family, bro. And uh, don't ever be scared to call and tell somebody that you need help, bro. That's, Thanks. that's definitely... Thanks. Another topic on this podcast is uh, mental health for me, mm-hmm. and um, there's so many of us out there that are dealing with things, and some of us that are not dealing with things, but uh, you always got a friend right beside you, so don't be scared to pick up that phone and call somebody. Um, what would you say is uh, some of your goals for 2023? Let's see. Let's see. I actually kind of broke this down. Yeah. Uh, so I have like a... I have like a, a three month goal. Okay. Then I have uh, a six month goal and an eight month goal and a twelve month goal. Bro, I got all this going on. I ain't even done that yet. So, so my three month goal, bro, is it's January, February, March. So by March, my three month goal is to have my um, what is it? It's it's, to, it's my my three month goal is to have six months of rent paid up for my next apartment. Oh man, next, that's gas. Yeah, that's gas. That that's my that's my three month goal. Yeah, um, but you ain't gonna have rent. You gonna have a mortgage. Facts. You gonna have a mortgage. I'm gonna have a mortgage. Hey, I I hey, I'm I'm about to show my boy the way of equity, bro. Yeah, he gonna have a mortgage. But my um three my six month goal is to have um a good portion of some things. Uh, actually, it's a it's just it's something that I have on my on my credit report that has to come off. Okay, and it's really not my fault why it's on there, but you know I had to take the I had to take the fall for it. That's that's my six month goal to get that off, get that removed. Hey, that's that's big too, cause boy, I definitely had a doctor bill that that went to collections. That junk dropped my credit by fifty points, bro. But finally, them, finally had it off. Them joints are supposed to come off by themselves, like like hospital bills are supposed to come off by themselves. Yeah, mine was like from my accident uh, that I got in. Like this this other insurance company was like. The person that hit me, their insurance was supposed to pay it. My insurance couldn't get it resolved, so it wound up going to collections. But anyways, mm. uh, 
What's my, your next thing? My eight month goal. Let's see. My eight month goal actually is to sell my is to sell my car. Yeah. And get me the car that I really want. You, you already know what I want. Hey, hey, talk to him. Talk to them boys what you want, cuz. You already know I want, you know, I want the all black Ooh. Mustang Ooh. 5.0, bro. Ooh. You know that's what I want, dog. Hey, hey. And shout out to my shout out to the unruly MFG, bro. God. Hey, y'all, y'all boys already know what's going on. We not buying scats because they getting stolen. So right. we not we not doing that. We not doing that. So go ahead and hop over and be a Mustang boy with us, Same, dog. Man. Hey, we sliding too. Sliding. Sliding, boy. Hey, them things sound good, boy. Hey, and you. Look, I'm on my third one in two years. Like, my <laughs> hey, my credit probably be about eight fifty if I quit buying them cars and selling them. But uh, yeah, you can't go wrong with that, dog. Gotta gotta get that ten speed too. I don't care what nobody say. I don't care what old time I walk up to you and say, "Oh, that's a sports car. Why it ain't no six speed?" You know what? Go get your old Chevy Nova and line it up next to this ten <laughs> and speed and watch what happen. Watch what happen. Um. So, how do you plan on having accountability to achieve those goals for 2023? Uh, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm 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 using my mom. Yeah, you know, like she she's real big on like you know financial stability, and I'm gonna have to use her as my my financial advisor because like you know by myself like I'm 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 not even 30, so of course I'm gonna yeah. have, like I'm gonna have that mindset that we're like I'm gonna go do this, I'm gonna go do that. Yeah, you know. So I'm gonna have to use my mom as, as like my my financial advisor to kind of keep me keep me in track because she knows exactly what to do and how to get to these certain goals. So, like, I'm going to have to use her, like, wholeheartedly. Like, hey, take this. Don't let me see it. For sure. Put for this sure. away. Like, even if I ask for it, like, do not let me. Like, don't, yeah. let, don't get this to me. Yeah. Like, and, bro, it ain't it ain't nothing wrong with if you got a certain goal that you're trying to reach. And I would say that, you know, my advisor would be my lady right now, bro. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's nothing wrong with leaning on somebody. It is a point where, like, you got to go out and make the money. But it's nothing wrong with, like, being advised because I feel like so many of us are seeing that in our 20s and Bro, like we're not trying to work and pull that retirement when we're sixty years old, bro. I'm I want not. I want the bag now, bro. I'm saying, and so man. like I'm trying to set myself up for that, bro. Yep. And uh, I think another like one of my goals would be to obviously get the unruly locals brand like launched. I want that launched by June, bro. Mm -hmm. So like that that entails me having to get in touch with like a merchandiser. And, like, some of y'all already have, like, some of the little pieces that I put out. But, like, I really want to do this, bro. Like, I feel like this is, you know, if people out here paying $100 for some essentials that's, you know, white, black, brown, and gray. I'm saying. Bro, like, why can't I just slap unruly on something and, like. They're going to buy it. Bro, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm not even trying to scout people, bro. But I just, I think my biggest holdup is, like, I'm worried about the quality. Mm-hmm. And, bro, I really just need to put it out there, bro. So just getting locked into that. Um, I really want this podcast to blow. And uh, with doing that, I want the website and the podcast to kind of, like, just promote each other, bro. Mm -hmm. Like, once I get that video going, then I feel like people see me wearing that. And they're going to be like, oh, man, I need that. And it would be so easy for them to just go over to the website and order it, bro, and yeah. have it all done. Yeah. Um, One thing that you have to do this year, bro. Hmm. I hadn't even thought about this. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. One thing that I have to do this year is is my physique. Ooh, that's a big one. One I thing I have to do this year you. is is get is stop playing. You know, stop playing around and get my physique to where I really want to get it. Yeah. Because I know the work ethic that I have, I can get I can get the physique that I want. You know, yeah. in the time that I want to get it. Bro, I had an awesome workout today at Core 24 in Greenville. Shout out to them. Um, 
So I just bought a little day pass because I'm up here. And, you know, when I'm back home, I just work out at Gold's, you know, a.k.a. Max Fitness or whatever. And it's cool, but, like, bro, just the vibes that we're in, I don't know. Like, bro, downtown Greenville is just a vibe anyways, bro. So, like, go, their gym was going to be nothing less, bro. Yeah. And I go in there, you know, they playing little Baby. They playing Drake. They no. playing. Bro, they got Love Sosa playing. Bro, oh. hey, I had to turn up. So, <laughs> bro, I I went in there, and I was like, all right, cool. I'm going to pay for this little $15 uh, day pass. And I was like, bro, I got to get my money's worth. Mm-hmm. I had already hit shoulders yesterday. So I was like, dang, bro, what am I going to do? So I did chest and back. Chest and back, yeah. Bro, I dove in. Bro, when I tell you, I took one scoop of pre-workout for chest, got right. Read I'm up? Already, I'm already at an hour. Don't tell me you read up. Hey, I had to read one. up, bro. Oh, my God. <laughs> bro, so then I dove in and I hit back, bro. Oh. Jesus. So then I left there. So I'm already off of two scoops, bro. Okay. Bro, I went and got coffee right after. Bro, I got back and I was like, bro, I got to calm down because I got to work on this real estate stuff later. So, bro, I literally had to sleep off the caffeine, bro. I just had to, bro. And I'm like, I'm already <laughs> like still kind of wired. But, uh, dude, it's just I don't know, man. It's just when you're in that certain environment, bro, you're going to push yourself 10 times harder because you it, have no choice. Yeah, like, you can't just go in there and be like, I'm going to just. You you have but like Dude, like just the environment of being in the gym makes you want to just go crazy. I would I would tell you because uh back in 2021 I weighed like 138 pounds and obviously went through a really rough time like had to find myself and uh so I was like screw it bro like now is the time like this is time to do it. So I put on 20 pounds bro in a matter of like 6 months. Jeez. Yeah bro. I put on 20 pounds so I literally went from 138 to like 159. I know the math's wrong, but y'all get y'all get the point. Yeah, yeah, bro, I was just eating, eating, working out, working out, sometimes twice a day, bro. And I loved it, bro. I'm telling you, once those headphones go in, and I try to tell people, bro, it's not about like being big or yada yada. Bro, it's like it did so much for me mentally, bro. Mentally, yes. And I feel like everything else, bro, once your mental is right, I feel like you can take on anything, bro. Everything else flows. Yep. Like your financial stability is gonna flow. Yeah. Bro, your like work ethic is gonna flow. Your relationships, whether bro. it's with your girl, your mom, your dad, your sister, brother, friends, yes, like, bro. those are just gonna overall cause like not a lot is gonna bother you and you're gonna yeah. be able to, you're gonna be able to just like your thought process is gonna bro, be a whole lot having better. Having that mental strength is yep. huge, bro. Huge. Um, so yeah, I would definitely tell anybody if you don't know where to start, bro, look at TikTok. Bro, Sorry, I was just telling bro, somebody that it worked. Bro, if you don't know what to bro, you don't have to pay literally, for these plans, bro. No, you do not. Bro, just look at TikTok, bro. I was literally telling, like, somebody um, that I work with, uh, shout out to Tommy. He's a tall dude with my height, but he's super skinny. He's 135 pounds. Yeah. He's literally 6'3", 6'4". Jeez. I was like, bro, like, you have the physique right now that you can just eat yeah. and eat bro, and, and that's, work out. Like, he's what like, do what I do? I do? Bro, I was like, everything, bro. He's like, I, was like, everything. I was like, bro, you're so skinny, bro. You can really eat whatever you want. Yes, bro. You he's don't like, have to worry about cutting right now. He was like, what about workouts? I was like, bro, get on TikTok. He was yes, like, for bro. real, I was like, get on TikTok, bro. You're going to, like, just type in what you want to do. Bro. And like, bulking workouts, boom. It, yeah. It, and so, like, I fell off for about a good six months and- Obviously, I accredited like me falling off to like what was what I was using to like fuel me in the gym Mm -hmm. was definitely not good. It was it was more negative than positive. Yeah. And while I might have got to where I wanted to go, like once I was there. I was like fueled by the motivation. 
Mm-hmm. And once I was there, it was like, okay, well, what do I do now? And then, now? like, I just fell off. So now that I have, like, what I want, like, I'm focused on consistency and mm-hmm. discipline, bro. Yeah. Because that's going to show up when the motivation is not there, bro. Yeah. You're like, all right, well, I don't want to do that. Well, discipline says, like, this is a part of your routine. You got to go. Yeah. Go. You got to go get it. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, that's awesome, bro. And I'm, like, what What would you say, like, your goal is to get to then? See, okay. So I'm 235 right now. Yeah. My don't goal, even, don't even really look like it though. A lot of people say that. Yeah. I'm like, but I don't know. It's, it's got to be the height. It's, it's got to be, be the height. Because if yeah. I was if I was shorter than this, you, you see that 235. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, my goal. So right now I'm at 235. My goal is to get down to honestly 215. I want to go from 235 to 215, bro. Yeah. I, I want to be just lean. Like yeah. I'm not really focused on getting big. Like at first I was doing it. I'm trying to get big. I'm trying to yeah. get big. I'm like nah, I'm trying to get lean and I, I want to get cut. Yeah. So like my goal is to get down to 215 and just be slim and just be cut. Yeah. And be healthy. Yeah, for sure. Um, I would say my goal is, bro, I would, I'm like 150, 151 right now. Uh, I'd like to get back to, you know, how my body like maintains the 150 right now. I'd like to see that 160 get maintained, mm-hmm. but I would say about 175, 180 is what I would like to see. Bro. That's solid. That, and I'm like 5'10". That would look. That's going to be. Woo. You're, you're like, who is this? Yeah. Hey, big beard too. Literally. Hey. I can't do that. Hey. Got, the, got, got to do it. Tea. So. That's uh that's all the time we got for this podcast today, y'all. Uh I hope y'all enjoyed it. Um Definitely. like I said, we got I'm a, I plan on dropping these every week for y'all, every Thursday, man. And uh all that I ask that you do is literally just share it, save it, and subscribe to it. And um you may not you may not like the podcast, but uh just send it to somebody, bro. Maybe they won't like it with you, you know. And uh mm-hmm. my goal, like I said, is just just to stay consistent and uh have some discipline and um i know that the followers are gonna come i know that the hype is gonna come we're gonna have some podcasts where they're funny we're gonna have some where they may get a little serious and a little deep but you know that that's the platform that this is for you know is uh just to be able to fully express yourself and stay true and be the authentic version of yourself so i appreciate y'all tapping in uh this is the unruly and co podcast hosted by none other than yours truly tk Peace and love, elevate and separate.